Super Talk Mississippi media production. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with the Rhino in the Element Well Studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music on this Friday Eve. Yes indeed it sure is. Well, and it is once again a day awash in red ink at the corner of Wall and Broad. The markets, the Dow, extending yesterday's sell-off, down 399 at the present. Uh, what was that character that we've talked about before that Johnny Carson used to play, where he always used to say, I for one, and raise his finger one? I for one am sick of watching this red ink. <laughs> uh, 1194 points, or 64 points, was yesterday's loss in terms of point drop on the Dow, the seventh largest, seventh in the history of the Dow. But that continued into today. The NASDAQ sold off 566 points. It really is crazy. And yesterday the big news was Target, you know who those guys are, Target, major retailer, reported disappointing earnings and didn't give a rosy outlook. Walmart as well. But today... They were off by more than a half. Who's that? Target. They lost 25% of their value yesterday. Yeah, their report in in alignment with expectations. Like 56% of... Yeah, exactly. Really hard to believe they were able to keep that sort of a miss, that quiet? You know what I'm saying? It's I don't know. Um, either analysts weren't bugging them during the quarter, or they were under strict instruction not to talk. And they're not supposed to, honestly, but, you know, it's a big company with a lot of people, and when you got that big a miss, you just think somebody would have a clue. But the market promptly sold off on the, that news yesterday. The most recent overnight, it's Cisco Systems. Full disclosure, we were, my company at sale was the 20th largest Cisco partner in the nation and uh, had a very long and productive, mutually beneficial relationship with the Guerrilla network maker, as we used to call them. But anyhow, they came out and said, we can't get no parts. And you know the major component they reported as being in serious constrained supply? Power supplies. 
So for all that networking gear, they all got power supplies. Right. All made in China. Can't get them. And so CEO Chuck Robbins reported, well, we've got a decent backlog of orders, but we can't get the product. We can't deliver. Therefore, we can't record revenue. And I got to tell you, I feel for the folks in my old company, because I know they've probably got a whole bunch of sales to uh, our major customers that need this equipment, networking, security, wireless networking, various collaboration software and tools. That is what Cisco makes. Anyhow, the customers need it, obviously. And uh, the, uh, the partners, which is what we were, can't deliver it because Cisco can't deliver it. You can't move on with projects, and that's what also drives the services part of the business as well. So it's just a conundrum, but uh, what I'm explaining here, obviously Wall Street knows because they promptly pounced on Cisco for a sell-off, and it was down 13%. Incredible. And, and by the way, the Wall Street Journal reports this is a rare disappointment for Cisco. They are always giving historically positive guidance because it's just a growing industry, continues to be a growing industry. I used to tell customers, you know, you'll never call me up and say, Gerard, you know, got too many networks. We got too many users and too much functionality. We need to take some of that off, like storage, like closets. That's what that was the analogy I used to use. Whoever says, gosh, I just got too much closet space. I don't need all this closet space in my house. You know, because when, you, when you're touring and you're thinking about buying, I could never fill all this up. And about two weeks after you move in, I need more closet space, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still working on filling up closets. Okay. Well, congratulations to you. I got about a foot and a half in the back of the walk-in. I'm going, what in the world do I put in this part? <laughs> I bet you'll figure oh, something yeah. out. <laughs> Anyhow... Um, they missed their number, did Cisco, by 4%, and Wall Street just pounced on it. So the point is, uh, every day across the – you go from network manufacturers, network goods and services, products, manufacturers, such as Cisco, over to Target, who's just a retailer of staples, household goods, clothing, etc. They miss – it's across the board, and it's a combination of – of constrained supply, which we're still grappling with. China still largely shut down, and once again, it really does expose, does it not, our reliance on the communist nation for our own economy. And, and it's not just China. I mean, look at the grain shortages we're seeing because of the war in Ukraine and how, at first, you saw other countries being willing to step up and go, hey, we can handle this. We can pick up the slack. Like India. It was, what, two weeks, two and a half weeks, maybe three weeks into the, the Ukraine conflict where Modi and in India came out and said, oh, yeah, yeah, we got enough grain. We can handle this. We'll start exporting. We'll pick up some of the slack with Ukraine not being able to produce. Less than two weeks later, they're going, all right, no more exports. We're running out. Absolutely true. So it's Or have you point. seen the, the cover of the, it's the Economist coming out in, what, Two, three days? Yeah. Climate catastrophe? That's so... Becoming food catastrophe? I, I have seen that. That, that is so uh, like the economist. 
They're, those guys are they're, they're the masters of hyperbole, aren't they? And they got cute little graphics to kind of go with it. I did hear an interview yesterday, have you heard this? A farmer who says to uh, reduce his cost of fertilizing, right, rather than using sophisticated equipment to distribute the fertilizer in his, on his crops, they're doing it by hand. He literally has said, it's cheaper for me to pay folks, including myself, to use these manual fertilizer distributors to traverse the rows of crops on foot and spread the fertilizer. I wonder if that's why I saw a whole team yesterday working in a neighborhood. And when I, when I first drove by, I saw them working, and I was thinking, all right, I just haven't seen the machinery. Because they were laying in-ground pipes. And usually when you're doing stuff underground, you got the big machine with the pipes and the drink augers down, and you add another pipe and it keeps going. And then you go to the other side and you make them meet up and you run it through there. All I saw was picks and shovels. Yeah. Uh, maybe no machinery so. in sight. Well, I mean, and, th- and this farmer, w- he was conducting an interview on the business channel. And this wasn't just a little mom-and-pop farmer, and there are not many of them left anyhow. I mean, this is a major operation. And he said, yeah, it's the cost of diesel. I'm trying to avoid that expense as much as possible. And he's done the math and said, it's cheaper for me to pay labor. That is crazy to go out and spread fertilizer. I, I was just blown away when when uh, when I saw that. It, it, that is, I think, as as just radical a thought as is. We can't feed babies in this country because we can't get formula. It, it, oh, that's just right up there with that. We're going backwards, as they say, and uh, it's disturbing. I don't see a lot coming out of the out of the White House that is any cause for confidence and comfort that old Joe's all over this. I just don't see it. Uh, and, of course, when you I mean, look he finally at, got around to saying they're going to do something about baby food shortages two months into it. Defense, Defense Production Act, right? Correct. They've and the usage of commercial airlines for the transport and import of yeah. formula from other countries. Yeah. yeah. But you were sharing with us the other day these ridiculous uh, requirements and guidelines about labeling, right? Oh, yeah. It, it, you could be basically buying the same exact formula from Spain or Germany or the Netherlands or France or any of those other European countries. It's the same exact formula. It just doesn't have FDA-approved labeling on it. It's and not. it's against the law for a, a, commercial in, a commercial entity to import it, but... Private, private people could do it all day long. Oh, jeez. Oh How government of the government is that right there? That's just so that's just so government-like. Oh, my gosh. We're going to step aside for a break right here. We're in the Element Well Studios. When we return, Alden Johnson, a candidate for Mississippi's 4th Congressional District. At 11.05, Tom Williams, board member and president. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. 
Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revelace is the place to go. This is Daniel Norman. Looking for a quality, heavy-duty trailer manufactured right here in Mississippi? We've got what you need at Revel Ace Hardware. Revel has a large selection of utility trailers in a variety of styles and sizes, including single and double axle, dovetail trailers, and more. Bundle your new trailer with a Gravely or Skag mower and save big. There's a Revel Ace Hardware near you. Come see us. Learn more at revelhardware.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. everyone to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Wealth Studios. And joining us now on the program, Alden Johnson. He's a candidate for Mississippi's 4th Congressional District. Welcome to the program, Alden. Hey, thank you for having me on. 
You bet. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your run for Congress, what uh, prompted you and persuaded you to enter this race, uh, and then tell us also your party affiliation, a little bit about your background. Okay. Uh, currently, I'm the only candidate that's on the general election ballot. I'm the libertarian candidate. Uh, you know, I'm, I want to give voters a third option, and I'm here to let them know that uh, they don't have to choose between the Republicans and the Democrats this time around. I'm a full-time firefighter, an EMT. I'm putting my career on hold uh, if I'm elected to serve the people on the congressional level. I plan to serve no more than six years, and then I'm going to return to the fire service to finish out my career. Uh, I decided to run for Congress shortly after the 2020 election. I figured there was no sense in complaining about the current political uh, diatribe if I wasn't willing to do something about it. So I put my money where my mouth was and decided to run. I see. So you, you st- stated that uh, you put your money where your mouth is. Have, have you invested your personal money in your campaign? Uh, so far, most of it has been my personal money. I have uh, gotten some contributions from a lot of good people, uh, but I, I don't feel right just going around asking people for money, especially in these hard times. So I am accepting donations, but at the same time, uh, I'm not going around and just asking people for it. What uh, What are your high priority issues that uh, you're focused on, and and uh, what are your goals there? Uh, I voted for Initiative 65 in this last election. Uh, one of my main goals is to legalize cannabis at the federal level. Go ahead and take it off the federal controlled substance list. Uh, I, I just don't agree with locking people up for a plant. Uh, other goals of mine are to reduce the size and scope of the government. And by doing that, increase the productivity of things like healthcare uh, by removing the government from healthcare and promoting models like primary direct care which benefits the provider as well as the patient and gets the government out of the way, uh, everyone's better off in the end, in my opinion. Okay, so in removing government for health care, do you support the idea of eliminating Medicare, Medicaid, TRICARE? Those are all government health care programs. Right. Um, Well, the current situation, uh, it's a sad state of affairs. For example, the VA uh, you've got service members that go out and put their life on the line to serve, and they come back, and uh, they get substandard health care. Uh, Medicaid's not much better. I feel like if you gave the veterans the option to take the money that goes to the VA and invest it into uh, models like primary direct care or just their own personal preference of doctors, I think we get better options. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then I noticed on your your website, I took a look there that mm-hmm. you state that taxes is is one of your hot button issues as well. That you think that 
we tax too much and, and that once taxes are established, your website states, quote, it is rarely repealed. Washington should be working on ways to cut spending and not brainstorming new things to tax. Is there Are there some specific spending categories and objects that you'd like to see the government either reduce spending on or, or completely eliminate from the budget? Well, I'd like to start with some agencies such as the ATF, uh, the IRS. You could slash those. Uh, the ATF, in my opinion, has no business existing in the first place. Uh, they started as a revenue generator for the IRS and then became their own independent agency. Uh, I'm interested in solutions. Uh, talked about Medicaid and Medicare, but Social Security, that's been dipped into so much. Uh, there's a program uh, called the Cato 6.2 solution. It's a replacement to Social Security that gets the government out of the way. Uh, it, it essentially replaces Social Security with a market-based program similar to a Roth IRA. Uh, and even in, uh, there's a socialist country, or a heavily socialist welfare country, uh, it's one of the Nordic countries. They, uh, they realized they were running out of money. Uh, you can't tax yourself into wealth, and they had switched to a similar program, and it's worked out very well so far. Uh, I, I think that'd be a pretty good idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, on the Second Amendment, that seems to be a, a, a top issue for you as well. What are your thoughts there? Uh, I believe all gun regulations and gun laws, uh, they shouldn't exist. Uh, I wasn't a fan of even the bump stock ban. Uh, you see in cities such as Chicago and New York City, places with heavily regulated firearm restrictions, uh, gun violence is out of control. Uh, that's I mentioned briefly about the ATF. Uh, everybody should have the right to protect themselves. And uh, I, I consider myself more pro-Second Amendment than even the Republican politicians that are running. Yeah. And then uh, another area that you highlight on your website is jobs. I think that's a, a concern to virtually every American. And you note that uh, getting government out of the way and reducing taxes and bureaucratic red tape uh, or, or ways to promote job creation, job growth. But one of the things that caught my eyes is uh, you mentioned redundant professional licensing requirements, which is a big issue here in the state of Mississippi as well. What are your ideas there on the federal level? Uh, just uh, just remove what I can. I'd like to see a list of it. Uh, put a committee together, get a list of all the redundant licensing requirements at the federal level that are currently in place and start going through it and start removing them. Things like uh, the hair braiding issue where uh, certain states, I know this is a federal issue, but I have to look at it. But for example, at the state level, you've got individuals wanting to braid hair and the state found a way to get money out of that. And you've got individuals that don't know how to braid hair uh, teaching individuals that already do know how to braid hair, they're just having to sit through the program and pay the state money essentially. So uh, they're not learning anything. They're not learning any safety uh, protocols. They're not learning any health protocols. It's just a way for the government to dip their hands in somebody's pocket. Yeah, I got you. All right, we got a couple of minutes left. What else do you want to tell uh, the potential voters out there? 
I want them to know that there is going to be a third option. I'd like Democrat voters, Republican voters, uh, people that feel politically homeless. I'd like them to know that there will be a third option. Uh, I've got a website, as you had mentioned. I've got a Facebook. Uh, reach out to me. And it might take me a few days. I've been pretty busy lately, but I'd be more than happy to answer your questions. Uh, Aldenforcongress.com, right, is the web address. And then you, you mentioned you have a Facebook site as well. That's correct. And the Alden for Congress, uh, you can either use the number four or F-O-R. Gotcha. And uh, the Facebook is Alden Johnson for Congress. Gotcha. Uh, before we go, as you know, uh, you're facing, uh, there, there are a number of candidates in the race in the 4th District, but you've got a uh, an incumbent, Representative Stephen Palazzo, has been in office a while. Uh, mm -hmm. Anything in particular that you think distinguishes you before we go here from him? Uh, I believe that his actions or inactions speak for themselves. So, okay, I won't speak about that. Okay, well, I know. I noted you have an article that was published three two twenty one entitled mm -hmm. "Mississippi Congressman Faces Allegations of Misusing Campaign Funds." So, and that's actually in the New York Times. So. Uh, it was a re. Uh, right. a re I, uh, whenever I first got into this, yeah, I uh, I had talked about him, but at this point, I don't. There's no sense in it. Okay. All right. The, I just uh, just dug that up on your website there. So, yeah. uh, well, and, uh, uh, he is uh, not for open carry. So I got you. Uh, I got you. Well, we appreciate you joining us here, and uh, good luck on on your campaign in the fourth district. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. You bet. I appreciate your time. You bet. Alden Johnson, candidate for Mississippi's 4th Congressional District, has been our guest here on Middays. We'll step aside for a break right now. We'll come back with more talk. We've got Tom Williams, board member and president of the Meridian Airport Authority, at 11.05 because May is Aviation Month. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70 degrees. You're finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 94. Friday evening, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your Saturday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This is Michael Guess. I'm honored to serve as your congressman. The National Right to Life Committee has given me a 100% pro-life score. And the Susan B. Anthony List has given me an A-plus rating for my work in Congress on pro-life issues. Now more than ever, it's important we speak up for the unborn and support the right to life. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message and I ask for your vote on June the 7th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. 
Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Save now with Mississippi Aquarium's Family Fun Package. Save 15% on general admission tickets and food for the whole family. All packages include discounted tickets and a meal or snack from the Pelican Point Cafe. Choose the plan that works for you. Add some eats to your adventure with Mississippi Aquarium's Family Fun Packages. Online only. For more information, visit msaquarium.org. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Family Dollar has announced it will be closing the Arkansas Distribution Center, where more than a thousand rodents were found earlier this year. The infestation ultimately forced the recall of items from hundreds of stores, including several locations in Mississippi. The company said on Wednesday it plans to close the West Memphis Distribution Center by October. That's going to affect approximately 300 employees. A teen that escaped from the Henley Young Youth Detention Center in Jackson has been recaptured. 17-year-old Rondarius Ragsdale was originally booked on a business burglary charge. He was taken into custody in North Jackson Wednesday afternoon. According to Hines County Sheriff Tyree Jones, Ragsdale will now be facing additional charges. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. No matter where you go, 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm and on your smart device with the Super Talk app. You're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Here on Middays, Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. There's one thing we could all use more of, and that'd be wealth. Well, uh, so question here on the ceasefire text line. Uh, Paul and Meridian wanted to know what his stance is on marijuana. I think Paul. Uh, I'm not sure if you caught that first. Uh, part of the interview. He made the statement that he would like to see uh, cannabis taken off the Schedule 1 at the federal level. Right. Because that's the sticking point for any of the state level uh, initiatives or programs or anything involving marijuana. Right. Is it still a Schedule 1 controlled substance at the federal level, which means it is in the eyes of the government, highly addictive and has no medical use. Right. That's what Schedule 1 means. And it's, it is kind of crazy when you think about it that we've got, what, 35, 6 states that have implemented medical marijuana programs, including the state of Mississippi. Another, what, 17, 18 or so? I, I don't recall the exact number, but I think it's in that neighborhood of those which have, have uh, enacted legal recreational use of marijuana, but yet it's still, I guess, technically illegal at the federal level. And we've had this discussion numerous times on the program. It, it just does seem weird. I'm not sure there's much else like that where states, I guess, have legalized or implemented and acted programs like ours here with the medical cannabis program. I'd have to think about, are there other similar situations? Now, you and I have talked about there are certainly things that are illegal at the federal level that the federal government's just not coming after you about. I know we've discussed that extensively. Oh, yeah, there's a guy that he's, he's made an entire career out of compiling ways you can be a felon federally without even knowing it. He okay. wrote a whole book about it. Okay. Well, there you go. And and it's probably just lots of obscure laws. Oh, yeah. That, it, it's like if you import a certain thing and it doesn't have specific labeling on it, then you've broken federal law here, here, and okay. here, and the punishment is a year and a day, which means it's a felony, so you yeah. could be a convicted felon without even realizing it if you imported X, Y, and Z without a specific label. Yeah. Exactly. 
So, and I'm sure there are numerous examples of silly stuff like that. But, you know, all that tells me, that's just government run amok. And it's not just the feds. It happens at the state level, too. I mean, no doubt. I'm, go back to the earlier days of the Internet. I'm pretty sure it was still Web 1.0 when the Dumb Laws website came out where you could go search the states and find out the dumbest laws by state. Like, I'm pretty sure it was Nebraska where whale hunting is outlawed. <laughs> And you can't cross the state line of Georgia with a duck on your head or something. I mean, it's weird stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we used to have the old blue laws, as they called them. Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure how much of that is or, or on the books, remains on the books. I don't know. Probably a surprising amount. But, yeah, I think that's right. But I, I mean, nobody runs around arresting people and enforcing them. It's... Like I, I think I remember there's one on the books in either Alabama or Tennessee, and I don't think it's a state law. I think it's a municipality, uh, an ordinance. But if you're coming into town in a quote-unquote horseless carriage, you must have someone walk in front at least five yards carrying a lantern <laughs> or a bell or both. <laughs> Pretty sure that one's not enforced anymore. <laughs> How about this one? Claiming that you'll marry a woman just to seduce her is a crime, so don't utter... <laughs> I actually have a... Uh, don't say, will you marry me if you're having a night of fun. <laughs> I have a poster that, as it, it's not up on the wall yet. I'll find a frame for it and put it up. But uh, it, it hung on the wall of my old apartment. It hung on the wall in my dorm room. I bought it in the cafeteria in college at a poster sale. And it's a big, blown-up portrayal of Frank Sinatra's mugshot and the crime he was arrested for was seduction. There you go. <laughs> this one, how about this one in Mississippi? There's one town, I got to figure out what town it is. Any groom to be must quote prove himself manly <laughs> before marriage by hunting and killing either six black birds or three cows. <laughs> That's a good one there. Oh, gosh. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> profane language. Yeah, I do remember that. We used to fight for that. Spitting on sidewalks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, according to this report, you can't, <laughs> the city of Tylertown prohibits shaving on Main Street. Where'd they come up with that from? <laughs> that's pretty good. Anyhow. That uh, We could have some fun with that. I'm sure every state, as you indicated, has some craziness on the books that just hasn't been attended to, but same with federal. Uh, hey, I'm watching the business news here in the studio. Jeff Good is on split screen with Stu Varney. Jeff Good, the uh, owner of Sal and Mookie's and Sal's Pizzeria little and some other stuff, Bravo's. He's on the screen talking about inflation, what they're all talking about, the rise in the cost of food inputs. It, uh, it is crazy. You know, what happened to the old $5 lunch? It's pretty hard. I don't think there is such a thing anymore. Even the so-called fast food, low-cost drive through restaurants... Oh, yeah, the dollar menu used to take up half of one of those digitized screens. Now the dollar menu is smaller than the sides. <laughs> you got about three or four options you can still get for a buck. 
It, yeah. And usually it's not even a buck anymore. It's just the dollar menu because they've rounded it to one, two, three, four, or five. Well, uh, is it the Dollar Tree or the, yeah, Dollar Tree? It's Dollar and a Half Tree or Dollar, dollar and a quarter, quarter? Dollar and a Quarter, yeah. Which I have seen some, some funny uh, smithing of the, the pricing there because the Dollar Tree <laughs> used to have certain things for a dollar. Okay. And now they're a dollar and a quarter. So you've had local grocery stores and smaller grocery store chains selling the same thing for, say, oh, I don't know, a dollar and ten, dollar and fifteen, just to undercut the Dollar Tree. What I like that. How do you undercut the Dollar Tree? Right, uh, with a dollar and fifteen, since it's a dollar and a quarter tree now. Of course, you should ask. How about this report that a New York woman recently reported shared? that her sister was charged $40 for crying at a doctor's appointment? Crying. They'll wow. find anything to charge you for at the doctor's office. <laughs> uh, Camille Johnson, age 25, is a popular YouTube and Internet personality, shared a photo of her younger sibling's medical bill. I saw it on the business news early this morning. Quote, my little sister has been really struggling with a health condition lately and finally got to see a doctor. They charged her $40 for crying, she captioned in the, in the uh, photo of the tweet. Uh, the image highlighted a segment of the bill, I did see it, a line on the bill, that said, quote, it was $40 in the caption, the description of the service, brief emotional behavioral assessment. And on the business news, they said this somehow, <laughs> if you're crying, it's a behavioral assessment. Don't cry. It cost you 40 bucks. <laughs> they said it, it somehow stems from Obamacare. I, I didn't really get the connection, and they didn't elaborate. But something related to Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act made crying unaffordable. 40 bucks. Pay your crying fee. One, so is, that, is that another one of those things they tacked on to where everything, every policy has to cover it? Yeah. Like, the, I'm a dude, but my policy has to cover prenatal vitamins? Yeah, they call that the minimal essential coverage, the MEC. Yeah, so you're right. crying in the minimal essential coverage? I evidently. I know in, in some states, take it further than that, you know, they have... They have um, because uh, insurance, of course, is regulated at the state level. You got the minimal federal requirements, and then you got state add-ons to that. And if you look at the states with an egregiously uh, priced health insurance, you'll see that all sorts of stuff—drug rehab and and uh, sex changes and all that stuff—is in required to be in every policy. So you're all paying for it. This. Uh, the sister who shared the bill said one tear in and they charged her $40 without addressing why she's crying, trying to help, doing any evaluation, any prescription, nothing, she wrote, just 40 bucks. It is pretty wild now. That's a crazy story there, but that's par for the course in these times. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios and we're coming right back. This is Michael Cassidy. 
I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America First Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange July cotton was up 61 to 145.08. December cotton was down 94 to 128.24. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were up 26 and three quarters to 1689 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up 23 and three quarters to 1630 three quarters per bushel. July corn was up four cents to 785 and a half per bushel. September corn was down three quarters to 752 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up 50 to 132.20. October live cattle was up 32 to 138.25. August feeders down 42. To 165.37, September feeders down 30 to 168.15. And at the open, Dow Jones down 393 points, 31,097. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. We are in the Element Well Studios. It is middays. Gerard and Rhino. Thomas and Greenwood wants everyone to know that he has high-speed internet in the sticks in Mississippi. He sent a copy of uh, his speed test. And let's see. He's getting a gig down, a gig up. Hmm. Congratulations. It's good. What else is he saying here? Oh, all kind of stuff about ATF. I suspect, Thomas, you'd be in favor of kiboshing the ATF, right? Wanted to know if he would vote for any of the stimulus packages or for the suspension of the debt ceiling. It's a good question. Didn't ask him that. Uh, and I mainly focused on the stuff that was on his website. I, I suspected that, that those were his top issues. <laughs> and, um, you know, always try to ask the candidates to, what else do you want folks to know? And certainly when you're running against an incumbent that has a voting record, you would uh, probably focus on that somewhat because they, the, especially if you don't have a voting record. That Which could, I think he did rather well. I mean, yeah, he, he I agree. admitted to taking shots early in the campaign, but at this point he doesn't see a point in it. I, and and that's we asked him that because I pointed out the, the uh, link to the article about Representative Palazzo. It is a New York Times published article, and that link is featured on the splash page of his website. So um, but he, he, you're right. He said, yeah, I started out doing that and don't want to do that anymore. Not headed in that direction. So I, I respect that. That's his position. So Thomas, I would say maybe send him a message or something on Facebook and ask him that, ask him that question. Would he have voted for any of the stimulus packages? I assume, Thomas, you're talking about like the CARES Act passed under the Trump administration, and there was another bill as well. I don't remember the exact name or title of that bill that was passed prior to the CARES Act. And then, of course, you got the rescue plan. The, You know, the issue I have with that is I have a bigger issue with government at all levels shutting down the economy than I do putting in place enacting legislation designed to offset those economic losses. I believe if the government steps in and essentially prohibits you from making a living, prohibits a company from producing revenue and profit, obviously necessary to remain viable, that the government is uh, obligated to offset that and to 
to cover that. And they and that's what uh, certainly the CARES Act did. Now, we could argue until the cows come home, come home about the details of the CARES Act and the approach. And now we know there were lots of problems there, especially with the PPP program uh, and extended unemployment benefits. I mean, you just go down the list, all the pork that was stuck in there, which is so government-like again. But then we could turn our attention to the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, which was passed under the Biden administration shortly after he took office. Uh, honestly, that was done under the pretense of economic aid to offset coronavirus. I submit the economy was doing pretty well and on its way back and returning to working towards returning to normal, um, be that as it may. But all that really did is, is pour fuel on a fire that was already starting to ignite and uh, produce flames. And we poured fuel on it, which just inflamed it even more. And I think that the amount of money we infused into the economy during the Trump administration during 2020, no doubt about it, was going to be inflationary, but I also do not believe that would have been to the degree that we are experiencing now. I do think it was the rescue plan that uh, really ratcheted that up and intensified it substantially. I don't have any data, haven't done the research, but just my gut feel tells me that instead of this 8, 8.5% consumer price index, we may be looking at a 5, which isn't good, but it's a whole lot better than 8. I just think we worsened it dramatically by throwing money into the economy, the helicopter money, as I say, that wasn't necessary. Jobs were available, people were hiring, going back to work. I, it just seems like they were bound and determined to push that three, thing through. And who could forget the another round of stimulus checks that came there? Sticks with Mr. Roboto, uh, the worst song Sticks ever made. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back with Tom Williams, board member and president, Meridian Airport Authority. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Baroni's Tree Pros.com. Fox News. I'm Steve Rappaport. A white man accused of killing 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket indicted today on a first-degree murder charge. Fox's Alexis McAdams. Just 30 minutes before the deadliest mass shooting in Buffalo's history, the accused gunman shared his plans online, inviting a small group of people into a chat room on the messaging app Discord. 18-year-old Peyton Gendron described in detail his plans to murder as many black people as possible. The House approving a domestic terrorism bill in response to the shooting, Senate Democrats plan to hold a vote next week. That would direct more than $100 million to agencies within the Justice and Homeland Security Departments that will surveil and share intelligence on people and organizations deemed to be racist threats. Fox's Evan Brown critics argue the legislation doesn't adequately address far-left extremism. America is listening to Fox News. Hey guys. 
guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey, Mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Completing the Yazoo backwater pumps would not only save lives, but possibly the livelihoods of residents in the Mississippi Delta, where flooding has taken the homes of nearly 700 residents in recent years. Wednesday, EPA Administrator Michael Regan assured Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith there are no options off the table. I want to button this thing up, probably not as much as you do, but I want to button this thing up because it's the right thing to do, and I believe we can get it done. It's been a long time coming, and I just hope that this is a quick resolution to this and that it's not two or three more years down the road because these people in the Mississippi Delta need your help and it did come to a screeching halt after it was congressionally approved. Hyde Smith and Senator Roger Wicker have been working to revive the flood control project since the EPA put a stop to it last November. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation stand for? Everything we do is built around attaining a better life for Mississippi farmers and ranchers and all Farm Bureau members. Things like rural broadband and private property rights, funding for roads and bridges, and our Child Saver program. We think these are outstanding causes, and hopefully you do too. Because when Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Do you ever feel like you're in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators are sure you'll always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com today. Greenwood LaFleur Hospital is running out of cash and may have to close its doors by the end of the year. Tim Moore, president of the Mississippi Hospital Association, is concerned other hospitals may face similar challenges. They received $32 million worth of federal funds. Well, they lost $54 million worth of revenue with escalating costs that continue to rise. He explained that 50% of a hospital's cost is in labor, and that's up 19%. If you look on a per-patient drug cost pre-pandemic to now, you're looking at a 37% increase with no increase in revenue. Hospitals operate on contracts with insurance companies. It is very difficult particularly with the limited number of insurers we have in the state of Mississippi, to negotiate any kind of real rates for hospitals. The hospital laid off 30 employees this month in an effort to try to reduce their losses. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Super Talk Mississippi. Your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Supertalk Mississippi. everyone to middays on super top mississippi gerard and rhino in the element well studios on this friday eve and joining us now on the program tom williams board member and president of the meridian airport authority good morning tom thanks for joining us on middays hey good morning gerard happy to be here yes sir so um the first thing I gotta tell you that when I was doing one of my cross countries, I actually flew over and landed at Keyfield and got a sign off over there. That's <laughs> a few years ago, but uh, um, fun airport to land at, right there over over twenty. And uh, you bet, and, a, and yeah. a little bit of everything happening over here. Exactly, that's the the thing I remember as well. It's kind of a happening place. But May is Aviation Month, as we understand it. And uh, so, what exactly do we do we think about and recognize in during Aviation Month? Yeah, eleven years ago, the Mississippi Legislature recognized May as Aviation Month in Mississippi, and a lot of people that I talked to are always shocked to learn that there are eighty airports in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, everybody usually thinks five or ten. Yeah. About 20,000 people are employed in the aviation industry in Mississippi, Mm. either directly or indirectly, and it represents about a $2.5 billion slice of our economy. Uh, So that's a really big thing for Mississippi, and and it takes a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, that is amazing, And, and you're so right about that. Those of us that are in general aviation, we tend to know. Uh, about these airports and 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 use them, but uh, the, the the typical traveler that's not involved in general aviation thinks more about commercial um, air travel, and they think about the airports that uh, that do host commercial airlines, and they don't realize just and how well, big a part of uh, these general aviation airports are of our economy. That's exactly it, and and the things they support. 
For example, down on the coast, you've got airports with multiple helicopters that fly the workers to the oil rigs that you don't think about, that most people don't think about. Um, So many of these small airports have businesses and industry that are supported by general aviation. Um, There's a company in, in our area that has 120 branches, mostly in small towns throughout the southeast. How can they visit those branches efficiently? Certainly can on the airlines. Driving is not practical, but general aviation lets them visit multiple branches in a day. No doubt about um, it. The public aviation, the public airports in Mississippi, particularly um, the larger airports, do a lot to support military flight training from Naval Air Station in Meridian, Columbus Air Force Base, the bases on the coast. Um, and that's a big impact that a lot of people don't think about. Um, so the, the passengers, while that's what aviation is generally known for, the airlines, is actually a fairly small part of a big operation in the whole state. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And we should also point out uh, to our audience, if they're not aware, that a lot of these airports are, are not controlled, meaning there's no control tower, there's no FAA controllers in the towers, and they, they are self-controlled by the pilots that adhere to certain procedures and, and protocols. Uh, that and and done very safely because it's all done in accordance with very strict procedures, and and pilots are, um, you know, it's as a as a private pilot, it's the it's the closest I got to the military because it's it really all stems from the military. Right. It's where it all all came from, and it's so incredibly well orchestrated yeah. and extremely safe, but a valuable part. Of, uh, of our economy, as you said, I, I know when I was in business, I had offices in the neighboring states, and it was invaluable of, of getting around and visiting my people yes. and our customers and so forth. And that's, a lot of that happens every single day, and that generates a lot of commerce, as you indicated. I had no idea, Tom, 20,000 work in the industry in Mississippi. Just over 20,000 in Mississippi. And that's going to be direct and indirect. So it may be the the lady at the airline ticket counter. It's going to be the guy putting fuel in the airplane. It's going to be the mechanic that works on the airplane. And I didn't even mention the the agricultural aviation in the Delta and the number of crop dusters and companies that uh, support farming in the Delta. And as well as uh, the trees, uh, fertilizing trees and treating them uh, in the rest of the state. It's it's a really big segment there. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, no secret that the last couple of years uh, with the pandemic have been a challenge for uh, the aviation industry, for air travel, and it's caused a bit of, of tumult. Uh, I'm reading reports, Tom, that, that uh, airlines, while they're reporting that the planes are full, they're flying fewer planes and they're canceling lots of flights because they can't get people, can't get pilots, can't get other workers as well, which is of course, a problem across the spectrum of industries. What's the latest on all that? Right. Right. And, you know, when you take an, an industry like the airline industry, it was probably one of the hardest hit through the pandemic, and, and dial it back to nearly zero, operating very few flights. And in the process, those airlines trying to survive, uh, laying off people or reducing workforce, and then you dial it back up pretty quickly, say within a year, it is a real challenge to do that because now you've got to recover those employees. Uh, sometimes uh, those employees need to be highly trained. You've got to get your your recalled uh, employees trained again and, and current, current because airline pilots don't just stop flying for a year and then right. get back in the airplane. Right. Um, you got to get them back spun up. 
and and it's a it's a big deal. And the passengers came back faster than the crews could, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so we're seeing uh, that. Uh, so what's the outlook? Uh, you know, historically, commercial uh, air travel, as in the airlines, have relied on the military to essentially train their pilot workforce. But reports show there are fewer right. of those coming out, and there are concerns about uh, not having enough pilots to fly airplanes for the future. And as you're probably aware, Boeing is presently working on a pilotless airplane that they think will be around 2045, 2050. <laughs> well, let's don't get crazy, Gerard. That's a, yeah, they're working on it. As we you, can't I'm do sure this you're... without pilots. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Hey, but... Gerard, for the fun of asking, how many how many flight hours do you have? 1,200. 1,200. Perfect yeah. example, then. And um, I've got about 2,000, but I'm an old guy, and I've been flying a long time <laughs> to get to 2,000. So it, back in, you had two or three things that happened on this pilot shortage. You had a lot of Vietnam-era pilots yeah. who had, we, the airlines had plenty. They had their choice of, of former military pilots to fly the airlines. Yep. But with a mandatory retirement age at 60 or 65, that bubble started going away. And we didn't have a good backfill. But with about three mm. to 500 hours of flight time, you could get into the cockpit of a jet of an airliner and start flying. And then there was an incident where they changed the minimum flight time to 1,500 hours. Okay. And when we hit 1,500, suddenly that cut out that easy path to three or 400 hours and then into, the, into your training ground with an airline. Okay suddenly you've got a big gap to fill. And it is, as you know, with 1,200 hours and how long and how hard you've worked to get there, how hard it is to get to 1,500 to even get in the door. Yes. So we've, we've wound up with a real gap that um, they weren't prepared to fill, and we're just now starting to build the resources and abilities to do that. Okay. Um, they've... They've increased the retirement age from 60 to 65, so that allowed some guys to fly longer. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a challenge. Yeah. And, uh, it's one that, unfortunately, was created by, by folks. Do you feel like that, uh, as, as was the case across so many other uh, occupations, that a lot of pilots uh, felt like, well, maybe I'll just push retirement up and go ahead and, and retire now, even though I'm not necessarily at an age where I'm not allowed to fly anymore? I'm okay financially, I'm comfortable with this, I'm just going to ride off into the sunset, or fly off, as they would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll go find another flying That's job exactly, outside of the airlines. Exactly it doesn't right. get out of your system. Well, I know. <laughs> um, did that so, happen, though? So the challenge there, I think it did, and I understand it happened pretty significantly during COVID. Yeah. So the airlines have all these pilots, and because of the PPP loans, we're not allowed to, re to um, lay off yep. many people. Yeah. But they have these high-paid pilots that aren't flying, so they have uh, told those guys, look, we'll offer you an early out. We yeah. need to get you off our payroll. We'll help you retire. And so they retired several thousand pilots that here a year and a half later they really need back. Yeah. I don't and think those they... guys aren't going to come in at the bottom of the seniority list. Oh, exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't think they anticipated uh, mm -hmm. that we would return to getting on airplanes and flying around the way we are. I think they underestimated no. that. No. Honestly. Tom, it's been a pleasure having you well, on the you program. you had to respond to the crisis. <laughs> exactly. You bet. Take care, Gerard. Thank it's great you, Tom. visiting with you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, sir. 
Tom Williams, board member, president of the Meridian Airport Authority. He's been our guest here on Middays. We'll step aside for a break. We'll come right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70 degrees. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 94. Friday evening, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your Saturday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. 
on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Element Well Studios, Jerry in Waynesboro says if they raise the weight restriction on light sport things, will really pick up. We're all fat in Mississippi. What's he talking about? I don't know. Is it an aviation limit on weight? Uh, yeah, it could be. The, no, well, there there are on um, certain types of. Uh, planes like that, but uh, virtually all airplanes have weight restrictions. I mean, Jerry also cracked the joke of, who would have imagined you could buy a good old Cessna 150, fly from Waynesboro to Starkville, have lunch, fly back cheaper than driving or purchasing a new Tahoe? Good point, Jerry. I agree. Uh, little 150, that would be the smallest that uh, model that Cessna makes. That's good. That's an excellent point. That's the way it is now. Um not just purchasing a Tahoe, but I'm not so sure that the gas, the ab gas versus the gas you put in a vehicle, I hadn't checked that lately, but that may be at a point where it's cheaper to fly that airplane given the rate of speed at which it flies, the distance covered. Crazy times for sure, especially with respect to the price of gas. Is anybody seeing it below $4? out there. I'm not anymore. I, I have not seen any signage. Cheapest out. aviation fuel you can find right now in central Mississippi, at least. Yeah. five seventy nine a gallon. Okay. But it just depends on the that's, airplane. It's about the same as diesel at this point. Yeah. And how far you can go. You're going a lot faster in that airplane than you are in those diesel trucks, for the most part. Can't quite haul as much, though. Very true. Unless you got a much bigger plane. Yeah, you'd that have takes to have a whole lot one. more fuel. Uh, you're you're so right. I had a Piper Saratoga, and by the way, same airplane. This is how. This is the point of reference. This is the JFK Jr. went down in ah, same okay. plane. He had a Saratoga as well. Uh, but I will tell you, when folks ask me about this, he like broke every rule. Okay, as far as safety. Was, that was hypoxia, wasn't it? Yeah. It was bad weather. No, I shouldn't say bad weather. It was uh, bad visibility. Yeah. Okay. Flying over water. Bad visibility. Flying over water. I want to say it was dawn or dusk time frame. Low time pilot. Not instrument rated. In a hurry. Pretty much all that says, you're going to die if you do this. I'm serious. And I know that sounds harsh, but that's exactly how it is instructed when you're taking instruction. You know that you, you'll die if you do that. Don't do it. And he, but I know what happens is you think you're invincible, you think you can outsmart it, you think you can outrun it, you think you can outdo it, and you can't. 
And it's it happens. And it's tragic. It's terrible. And so what happened to him is you get in that soup, and if you're not instrument rated, and you're trying to look outside to understand your attitude and your position, and you can't, because you can't see horizon, you can't see the ground. And so what then happens is you you start pulling up, pulling down, trying to figure, you don't know what's up, down, and you end up stalling the airplane is what happens, and done. And you don't even you don't even know it. I mean, your 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 head kind of feels it, but you can't see to know that that's what's going on. And uh, so, don't do it. And I know if there's pilots out there listening, they know exactly what I'm talking about here. But uh, I, I know I had some folks after that happened that uh, got a little nervous about flying with me because it's the same plane, and I have to explain it wasn't a plane here. The plane's fine. This is one of the safest planes ever made. And uh, my plane was a 1978 model. Airplanes are different than vehicles because you, like, rebuild them constantly, and they have to go through, you know, what's called an annual checkup, general aviation. Well, commercial airplanes uh, do as well, uh, but more frequently. But in the uh, general aviation world, it's, an a- it's called an annual. And they literally take it apart and put it back together and fix anything and everything is broke. And you're paying for it, and the the certified mechanic that's doing all that won't sign off on it unless you do. And then they get in the airplane and fly it, by the way, after they do that annual. So if they mess up something, they're going down first. That's the way it works. But It's quite a seal of approval. It, it really is. And that's why it's so safe and why there's so few mishaps. If you Think about if you essentially rebuilt your vehicle that way. And so, by the way, the airframes and the engines themselves, they have like a time, um, they call it TBO, time before overhaul. And you get to a certain number of hours on those engines, you got to overhaul them, and that is not an inexpensive ordeal. It's, it's like rebuilding the engine. Imagine if you did on on your car every so many miles. Yep, just going to overhaul. Now, normally you just say, I'm going to put that off until it stops on the side of the road and it don't go anymore. In an airplane, you die when that happens, uh, literally. So, uh, yeah, a friend of mine that's also a pilot just texted in says, I think his flight instructor, he's talking about JFK, offered to fly him and Kennedy denied the offer. Oh, and he said he had a broken foot as well. Mm. Wow. I didn't know that. So that would really hamper his ability to control the flight. Yeah, because your your foot are on the pedals, which um, are uh, control the the rudder, um, not the ailerons, which makes you go left and right. But the pitching rudder, y'all, yeah, pitching y'all, exactly. So anyhow, kind of digressing on that stuff. But it is William and Cortland on the ceasefire text line. Old pilot adage: Fuel is the cheapest thing you put in a plane. Very true. That's exactly right. Yeah, my instructor used to say, uh, what she used to say, you can't reclaim the fuel you left on the ground once you're in the air, because there's a tendency not to fuel up, and sometimes you you have to calculate the amount of fuel you can put in the airplane based on the weight you're carrying so that you don't um, exceed the weight limitations. And, ah, you- and Jerry chimed in and uh, 
specified. He was talking about light sport aircraft. Okay, yeah. I see which it. is a fairly new category, according to Google, that okay. he sent us in. All right. It's a little heavier, tend to be heavier than the ultralight aircrafts, which I believe have very lax regulation. I think you can be pretty much an amateur as long as you can afford the light, okay. the ultralights, you can get up there and go crazy. Yeah, but you know they they still got to stay away from right. controlled airspace. I mean, you still airspace. have to follow certain guidelines, but uh, they don't. Though I'm telling you, I don't think you have to have any training. That's to, right. Uh, to That's operate right. It. You're kind of on your own. Whereas yeah. the light sport aircraft is kind of in between, and he's saying okay that if they would raise the weight restrictions on those, it would pick up in Mississippi. Okay, got you. Um, it's still. Little bothersome, and now we got drones that are causing problems as well as you as you know. JFK Jr., according to Bo on the ceasefire text line, would have faced Hillary Clinton in the Democratic primary for New York Senate. You know, I I had kind of forgotten about that. Tragic situation. Andy and Jackson says no duct tape. Dancy and Brandon, we have two Warbird planes at our commemorative Air Force hangar, and it seems like maintenance comes quickly each year. Gosh, I hear you, Nancy. I I know. I dreaded it and dreaded getting that bill every year, but you just absolutely got to do it. Um, I was with a pilot one time, and... And the records are maintained of that, right? Those are all reported maintained, and, and if you're not doing that, keeping current on that, you're, you're violating rules, and you can be busted. And they can ground you, can the FAA. So anyhow, we're, this uh, individual kept his plane out at Jackson International. We flew in. Same planes I had, by the way. Flew in, got out. They were waiting. You hadn't had an annual. You're a year late. And they grounded that sucker right then and there. They don't mess around. And it's, I mean, the the only reason rationally, logically, you wouldn't do this because it does cost money. And you're trying to avoid that expense, but my gosh, you're putting your life and the life of anybody else in your airplane, your passengers, at risk. And potentially anybody on the ground if something goes wrong. That's absolutely right. Limb and property. Life, limb, and property. So, okay, if you can't afford it, sell the airplane. As simple as that. Anyhow, I enjoyed having Tom on. And Key Field over Meridian is really cool. And there is a lot going over there because it's combined with the Air Guard base as well. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, the Dow is coming back a little bit. It's down 195 now. The S&P down 268. The Nasdaq's in the green by 87. There's life left in the kangaroo's uh, legs the kangaroo yet. kangaroo is getting worn butt out, isn't it? I guarantee you, rhino name to market, the kangaroo. We'll take a break here on Middays. We'll come back in the Element Well Studios. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor and marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. 
I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. The Mississippi Braves welcome the Biloxi Shuckers to Trustmark Park May 17th through 22nd. Join us for Bark in the Park, presented by Hollywood Feed on Tuesday. First Responders Wednesday and Truck Works Thursday, Thursday and Military Day. On Friday, May 20th, the first 1,000 fans get a 2021 AA South Championship hat, presented by William Carey University. We close the homestand with Saturday Fireworks, presented by North Park and Raising Cane Sunday Family Fun Day. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Fitter Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Completing the Yazoo backwater pumps would not only save lives, but possibly the livelihoods of residents in the Mississippi Delta, where flooding has taken the homes of nearly 700 residents in recent years. Wednesday, EPA Administrator Michael Regan assured Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith there are no options off the table. I want to button this thing up, probably not as much as you do, but I want to button this thing up because it's the right thing to do, and I believe we can get it done. It's been a long time coming, and I just hope that this is a quick resolution to this and that it's not two or three more years down the road because these people in the Mississippi Delta need your help, and it did come to a screeching halt after it was congressionally approved. Hyde Smith and Senator Roger Wicker have been working to revive the flood control project since the EPA put a stop to it last November. C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Attention, adoring fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi. Waitman and yes, roundabout. I think was that one of those songs that consumed the entire side of a vinyl album? Feels like it. Yeah, it's long. There's like an extended version of it, right? Pretty talented folks. So. I think it was all designed so you would uh, be a little inebriated or intoxicated and get lost in the album artwork. <laughs> Yeah, how they not? were all about some wild that album. Was weird, artwork. I agree. What the heck did all that stuff mean? So, um, anyhow, we're just talking a little bit about airplanes here. It's been an interesting conversation because it's Aviation Month. We had Tom Williams from uh, the Meridian Airport Authority on the program. But wow, what an interesting bit of information we got from Charlie and Brandon says, recently we were going through my uncle's papers following the, his passing. We found his original logbook. He soloed in a cub, a Piper cub, in 1944. We checked the end number, the tail number, and that cub is still in service. It flies almost every day in Anchorage, Alaska. That is fascinating. Uh, Charlie, appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, yeah, air travel is of utmost importance in uh, the great white north of Alaska. Yeah, and so you wonder if this cub, as so many of them uh, have been, retrofitted and um, modified, I should say, not retrofitted, but modified. With the water landing yeah, pontoons? with skis. Uh, and also the oversized um, inflatable tires for the rugged terrain, because you just don't have a lot of asphalt or concrete runways in Alaska, but they do have lots of open, flat areas 
that uh, kind of a mixture of rocks, pebbles, dirt, so forth, sticks, and and I, I know folks that have been up there in Cubs, and they and they will install those wheels on them uh, for that purpose, kind of kind of bouncy and and absorb the shock, of course, on the the bumpy ground. That's that is fascinating, though. Really appreciate that. And if I'm not mistaken, Alaskan airspace is a major hub for commercial shipping, especially. Um, oh, okay. If you, I forget which airport it is, but it. it it's seen a dramatic decrease, but because of all the pandemic and shortages and everything. But I want to say pre-pandemic, it was top five busiest airports in the world. I didn't know that. Hmm. How about I mean, that? think about it. If you're shipping something hmm. via air from Asia, yeah, it's a shorter trip to go to Alaska. Yeah, sure. You're right there. Yeah, remember Sarah Palin? I can see it from my back porch, right? Russia. <laughs> you <laughs> Something betcha. like that. Uh, you betcha. That's right. Nancy and Brandon says, one of our planes is a PT-19 that was used in World War II to train pilots Columbus Air Force Base. That It's at the commemorative Air Force hangar. That's really cool. Is So where where's that hangar at exactly, uh, Nancy? Be curious to know. Thomas and Greenwood says when he was a kid, he used to fly crop dusters. The crop dusters would take him up, let us fly the old Cessnas and turbo prop crop dusters. Flying wasn't that hard. Just have to coordinate your turns. I don't think you could stall a turbo prop. That's what I'm calling the crop dusters. Yeah, you could stall them. I mean, it's pretty hard because you're you're dealing with. Uh, a wing configuration that makes it really difficult. They want to fly themselves. They want to right themselves and fly themselves, but you can stall them. I have, uh, as part of my training in a 172, I would have to recover from stalls and those guys quite a bit. Um, it, you know, learning to fly, Thomas is right about this, flying airplanes is pretty easy, but learning to fly an airplane and getting your, your pilot's license and those that are listening that have done this, I think, would agree with me here. It's about 90% learning, practicing, preparing for all the stuff you don't ever want to happen, and about 10% flying the airplane under normal condition. And that's true at all levels of flying. It's, it's all about pre- preparing and practicing for those situations. A, an engine out, a, a stall. Uh, I don't know where the heck I am. A disorientation, uh, systems failure, uh, all of the above, and that's really what flying, uh, learning to fly, consists of: what to do when stuff like that happens. And you hope it never does. I I had uh, one situation where uh, and my plane had retractable landing gear. It's a high performance single retractable landing gear. That's a Piper Saratoga, and you've got. Uh, three green lights in a triangular configuration that correspond with the, the three landing gear, the nose and the two in the wing, main gear they call them. And um, it was, because it was an older plane, it had lots of micro switches in it. In the 70s, we didn't have all this sort, sort of circuitry and electronics we have today, digital stuff. It was micro switches. They're prone to fail. And was uh, coming in for a landing at Madison one time, and the uh, the right gear did not illuminate when I put them down. And this is crazy, 
but you're taught to like tap on the on the on the light because the micro switch maybe behind it could jar and oh yeah and then sometimes that would work sometimes they were just slow to lock in and that would always bother you and I keep looking looking and then finally, finally you could see it but I felt it and I felt like it was locked in but the light never illuminated so I called in Madison is an uncontrolled field so I I said you know if I don't have a gear down I'm gonna have to go to Jackson I'm, I'm gonna need help. So I called the tower over there, and, and the first thing you're asked is, would you like to declare an emergency? And that basically means there ain't no planes going in or out until that plane that's in a state of emergency, there's some resolution. And I hated to do that because I knew that's what was going to happen. I was going to hold everybody up, and I said, but I don't have any other choice. And I said, yeah. And so they asked me to do a low flyby right over the runway, and the maintenance folks uh, from the uh, FBO there got – in a, in a truck. And of course, you're doing about 90 or so, you know, as slow as I could go and stay airborne. And they're in a truck, and they're literally right under me, and I'm trying to stay steady. And they're looking up to see if they can tell whether or not the gear's locked. And they couldn't come to a conclusion. And so they couldn't tell. And, I, and so anyhow, I just told, okay, I'm going to attempt to land. And of course, what you try to do there is Put the good one down first, and as best you can, gingerly set down the one you don't think's locked. And thank goodness it was locked. The light just was malfunctioning. And in pilot uh, um, vernacular, they would say, in par- pilot parlance, they would say, well, that would have ruined your day <laughs> if the gear had not been locked. Fortunately, it was, and it was, it was a good deal. So um, that's maybe the closest I ever came to having some sort of mishap uh, of my all my time. But it's it's wonderful. I miss it quite a bit. Uh, Thomas and Greenwood says, you became a fan of tail draggers after that. Uh, no, Thomas, it was my main gear. It wasn't my nose gear, but I hear what you're saying there. Nancy and Brandon says, soft old candy. I said, okay, sure. I didn't know that was the name of it. I, I'm very familiar with it. Thank you. Yes the commemorative Air Force hangar there. Uh, we're having an aviation open house Saturday. I had realized it was aviation mode. Very cool. Mo says, funniest old law still in the books was from New York. If you're on a horseless, horseless carriage and approach an intersection, you have to stop, turn off the motor, fire a shot in the air, and wait two minutes to cross. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Could you imagine if every yellow cabbie in New York had to do that? <laughs> yeah. How about that? It would be insanity. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, of course, it's not quite back to the way it was. Uh, no. the, the streets of New York and the cabbies and the Ubers all over the place. I know when I used to go up there all the time on business and fly into LaGuardia, and it's seven point something miles kind of to midtown Manhattan from LaGuardia. And you think, well, this is ascension. <laughs> I'd get in a cab or an Uber, and I'd, I'd check it out on my phone, and it's, and it'd say an hour and a half to go oh, that yeah. distance. You know, it's just it literally is bumper to bumper for the entire route. Kevin in Monticello says, "I don't mind flying if the crash and it's the crash and burn that bothers me. Let's don't do that." <laughs> wow, Kevin from Baldwin, damn, you fly a plane also? <laughs> yeah, I know. Haven't haven't flown a plane. Uh, since 2008, Kevin. That's when I sold my airplane um, when I had colon cancer in 2006. I lost my medical. It took me about a year and a half to get it back. I did get it back. 
Uh, but then my kids got so busy with all their high school sports and activities and stuff, I just didn't have the time to fly the airplane to stay current. You heard Mr. Williams talk about that, staying current. And I couldn't do it, so I had to sell my plane. But we'll see. Never know. Might might get the wild hair and go jump into that again. But we uh, are at a break here on middays. We got the final segment in this hour before we cross the noon hour. Please stay with us. We're in the Element Well Studios. This hour of middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The U.S. Cotton Trust Protocols announced a grow participation for the 2021-22 crop doubled since the program's pilot last year. The Trust Protocol's mission is to bring quantifiable and verifiable goals and measurement to the key sustainability metrics of U.S. cotton production. The initiative's vision is to set a new standard in sustainable cotton production where full transparency is a reality and continuous improvement to reduce our environmental footprint is a central goal. During our second year, we doubled the number of U.S. cotton growers in the program with an estimated 1.1 million cotton acres enrolled, said Dr. Gary Adams, the president of the U.S. Cotton Trust Protocol. Virtually all of the top 100 global brands and retailers have created a list of sustainable raw materials and publicly committed that 100% of their sourcing will come from these lists over the next 5 to 10 years. For more information, go to TrustUSCotton.org. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey, Bob. You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know, man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. 
please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. Okay, Mississippi, I can't leap the Beau Rivage in a single bound. But I do feel like a superhero because my parents got informed and we're vaccinated. So together, we stay safer and save lives. Vaccines are safe and available for children ages 5 to 11. If you were fully vaccinated five months ago or longer, the best defense is to get a booster. Be a superhero the Mississippi way. Get vaccinated or boosted today. Got questions? Connect with a physician of the Mississippi State Medical Association by visiting the MSWay.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. A little Glenn Fry bumping us in to this segment. Elon Musk says he's voting Republican in the next election. He keeps them and guessing. Twitter doesn't he? went insane. Oh, everybody on the left felt the need to point out that "quote unquote" MAGA don't buy Teslas. MAGA. <laughs> This old MAGA deal is so ridiculous. We talked yesterday about Lars. I wish I'd have remembered it when he was on the program. He changed his Twitter handle to Lars Ultra MAGA Larson. Oh, God. It's just so dumb. How do you pay somebody, some think tank, to come up with a nickname for your political opponents? And the best they can come up with is what they're already calling themselves. That's true. (laughs) How much money did they waste? I don't know. Because we know it took six months' time, but I mean. (laughs) You also know that the disinformation board, they put a little pause on that for disinformation coming from the queen of the disinformation board. You can't make it up. And the spin is that it was taken down by disinformation. (laughs) Oh, gosh. How silly is all that stuff? It it was doomed from the get-go, wasn't it? It never got out of the chute. Because it was just it was just silly to create this thing. I don't even know how to describe it. It's so unreal. But uh, Nina Jankowitz, the, uh, who's going to be the queen, I call her the queen, the head, all right, the director. And it's part of Homeland Security. And it was uh, uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, my orchestra, that put the quietas on it, right? 
Which that's the ultimate irony in all of this is nobody gave a second look at the name DGB after all the hoopla surrounding the naming of Homeland Security. That's absolutely true. I mean, Robin Williams had a whole five, ten minute spiel on his uh, stand-up special about Homeland Security. Well, you got to call it Homeland. You can't call it Fatherland or Motherland <laughs> or. Well, it, it shouldn't it be called, given its performance, the Department of Homeland Insecurity. Seriously. Uh, it sure seems like it. But, you know, she had a conversation, did Miss Jankowitz. By the way, we have some sound. I don't know if we have time, Rhino. Uh, another individual testifying in the Congress uh, has some interesting <laughs> opinions on gender, shall we say. We got time for that? All right. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. <laughs> I can only laugh. I don't know how else to react. I Pardon me, folks. If you're laughing with me, I understand. Uh, once again, we simply cannot agree on how many genders there are. Now we can't agree on who can get pregnant. And further, who can get an abortion? Now we're saying a man can get pregnant and have an abortion. You heard it. You heard it. Now, I, I got to look up. I can't remember. Who the heck was that? That, that? that was Representative Dan Bishop. I know that. But who was he interviewing there? Uh, uh, Miss Amy... Arambid? A-R-R-A-M-B-I-D-E. Ah, uh, yeah, I got it. She is the executive director of the abortion rights nonprofit Aval Texas. She told Representative Dan Bishop that she believes men can get pregnant and have an abortion. She was there in defense of abortion rights because men need to get abortions. You can't make it up. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, the the Minister of Truth, Nina Jankowitz, who has resigned, she said that she believes, quote, there are many non-binary people who give birth despite the basic fact that pregnancy is biologically unique to women. That's who would be in charge of disinformation. She wrote an article about this, and she got lots of feedback, backlash, for use of the term pregnant people. We can't say pregnant woman anymore in this society, in this country. This is insanity. Yet we're supposed to coalesce around solutions to our problems. Oh, I don't know, like $6 gas and inflation. News coming your way next, folks. We'll be back in the Element Well Studios with another hour of middays after that. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. I'm Steve Rappaport. 
A grand jury indicting a white man accused of killing 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket on a first-degree murder charge. Broome County DA Mike Korchak says the accused gunman attended Susquehanna Valley High last year and made comments about murder and suicide. Korchak says as a precaution, the teen was taken for a check of his mental state. He was evaluated by a healthcare, uh, mental health care professional and a short time later, he was released. He was even cleared to return to school. Fox's Gernal Scott. President Biden hosting leaders from Sweden and Finland as the two nations make a push to join NATO. Two new NATO members in the high north will enhance the security of our alliance and deepen our security cooperation across the board. Turkey's president opposes the move, claiming Sweden and Finland harbor terrorists. America is listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. The only way to protect you and your family from the current wave of gun violence is for you to be mentally and physically prepared to confront it. The only way to do that is proper instruction, training, and practice with a professional firearms instructor. Boondocks FTA is the place to learn or become more efficient in your firearm skills. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. Time. This is Dave Logan. Whether it's sales or service, our goal at Cannon Nissan of Jackson is your complete customer satisfaction. We're here for you six days a week. Learn more at CannonNissanOfJackson.com. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As crime continues to surge not only in the capital city, but across Mississippi, State Auditor Shad White is standing firm in his belief that more officers, as well as more mentorship is the solution. More police equals less crime. It's not particularly complicated. More police equals less crime. So that's part of the solution. But another part of the conversation here is the fact that we've got so many young men who grow up without daddies, grow up without discipline in the home, and they grow up without anybody teaching them right from wrong and without the increased discipline of two parents in the home. And as a result, what you get when they, they get to be military age males, which is like, let's say, 17 to my age, 40-ish, all of a sudden, without that discipline, they're left to be raised by the streets, and, and we see increased crime as a result. That's a that's an epidemic in Mississippi, and we've got to crack at both of these problems. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. 
The average price for a gallon of gas in Mississippi hit a new record yesterday, and it's doing it again today. 418 for a gallon of regular and 521 for diesel. Don Redman with AAA Mississippi believes this trend will continue through the summer. Usually, especially if they have a big vacation plan, that's been in the plans for months. And so uh, the higher gas prices don't necessarily change that behavior. But if they're going to make some impromptu trips and just kind of like, well, we haven't quite settled on our plans yet for what we're going to do in July, uh, then usually we'll see that's where some of those travel changes are. And vacationers have to consider other increased costs. Uh, Car rentals up 170%. It's hotels that's up about 23%. So it's going to cost the family more, but I think they made those plans already. But again, if they're just kind of flying by the seat of the pants, then there will definitely be some changes in their plans. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Middays, rocking into the afternoon. We're in the Element Wealth Studios, Super Talk Mississippi, on this Friday Eve. Uh, the old Element Wealth folks are, uh, I know, like me, they're watching the Dow and watching the NASDAQ, but you need some help managing your assets, your finances. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement, do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Um, hadn't said much about it since, but I really enjoyed having Jeremy Nelson, partner at Element Wealth, on. I thought uh, that was very informative. I, I hope that uh, our audience enjoyed that. We'll definitely get uh, Jeremy back, especially with this volatile market. We're all looking at watching and trying to figure out where it's headed and what's going on. And I know Jeremy is—he's uh, entrenched in that practice on a daily basis, constantly watching. And he's a real smart guy, and 
does a good job uh, for me as well, and I appreciate that. But uh, it ain't pretty right now. The Dow now recovered somewhat off its lows, down 251. The NASDAQ is just teetering from going in the red and the green, the red and the green. The 10-year Treasury is uh, below 3. It's down to 2.8 today. Bitcoin up a little bit. It's up 900 bucks today to 30,000, just above 30,000. S&P down 17. So here's the thing. You listen to all the experts. You really can't find a consensus, although I think we're starting to see more of a consensus that we're going to experience a recession. Many believe we're in one right now. We won't know. We already have one quarter of contraction that being the first quarter of this calendar year. The second quarter will conclude uh, at the end of June. And when we get the data in, I I got a sneaking suspicion we're going to see contraction once again, and, and two in a row equals a recession. Now, degrees and severities of recessions uh, are, are a different matter. So even though technically we got uh, we would be in a recession based on the, the sort of the widely accepted technical definition of one, which is two consecutive quarters of GDP contraction, real question is, are we going to experience a more severe recession where we see, a significant decline of economic activity, and we start to see job layoffs, which is hard to even fathom. We reported the other day about some of the big tech folks in Silicon Valley uh, letting some people go. It's not big numbers when you consider how many they have in their employ, but they're not as aggressive, I guess, as bringing on new staff. You know, Apple built this incredible headquarters. They just moved into it, I want to say, Rhino, just before the pandemic, and they set everybody home. If you haven't seen it, folks, it it's just a big circle. It's it's fascinating. And it kind of fits Apple. You know, it's just it's uh, very non-traditional and, and just kind of thinking out. But it's a big circular building there in the Silicon Valley. And they've got... Um, They've ordered their employees to come back to work at least three days a week, and they've bucked that and said, no, ain't coming. And they've right now got the upper hand. I think they've maybe settled on two. And some have said, if you maybe come to three, I'm quitting. Just incredible in that respect. Uh, But nonetheless, when you start seeing those big companies kind of start laying low and and not pursuing new employees as, as aggressively as they were, that's a cause for concern, for sure. And we've just got oil. Oil is up a little bit today. It's 110 bucks. We shared, what, yesterday, Rhino, the cruel summer report, as it is entitled, produced by J.P. Morgan, forecasting $6, $6 uh, national gas average by August. Six bucks. you got to believe that that is going to put a dent in driving and travel to the extent it can. I mean, you still there's a need, and a lot of travel is is necessary to, to work, if for nothing else. The Wall Street Journal produced an article 
about our friend Senator Elizabeth Warren, always, always forthcoming with ideas, economic ideas, right? Never at a loss for radical ideas that typically involve government takeover of parts of the economy, if not all of it. So she's looking for price controls. She wants the government to impose price controls on the private sector. This is another situation that every time government gets involved, they make stuff worse. So she unveiled legislation last week that would confer fairly sweeping power to the Federal Trade Commission that would ban companies with $100 million or more in revenue from selling goods or services at, quote, an unconscionably excessive price. Oh, that's real specific and definitive, isn't it? An unconscionably excessive price. What the hell's that? Well, it turns out that the senator would have public employees that work for all the senators, essentially. And the congresspeople define what constitutes unconscionably excessive. And they would penalize them. They would impose financial penalties on them. This is just another Democrat scheme to essentially transfer and attach blame for inflation to anything and everything but them. They had nothing to do with it, right? Their policies had zero influence on the present inflationary environment. Based on the polls, and people may say, oh, the polls don't mean anything. Well, I would argue that when you've got almost every poll across the spectrum of political persuasions, all pointing to the same thing, which is we're not happy about the way this president and this government is handling the economy. I, I, okay, dismiss those polls. But the one thing we can take from the primary elections that have occurred thus far is that the enthusiasm on the Republican side literally is dominating that from the Democrat side. And that, of course, portends for Republican victories in the midterms. Just turnout. Everybody knows that. That's the key. And there's not a lot of enthusiasm on the left to get out and vote for their favorite progressive candidates. So, by the way, the Wall Street Journal... So, before I, I, I share with you the title of this article, where was this tried where it failed miserably? We just talked about it right now, I think yesterday, day before. Venezuela took what was a, a vibrant, prosperous, Western-style nation... And One of the top 20 wealthiest countries in the world. Unbelievable what socialism and specifically government-imposed, nationalized price controls pounded it into the dirt. Folks in lines, right? Still, even when, when uh, products were plentiful, people in line trying to get the staples of life. The Wall Street Journal... <laughs> it's great. The title of the article from the 
editorial board? The Senators from Venezuela. That is the title of the article. How apropos is that? Because we have U.S. Senators wanting to implement policies which were implemented and failed miserably in Venezuela. Why are we always looking at other countries? What is up with that? Why do they always point to other countries? we got to do it like them. Well, I mean, you have to if you believe your home country is so bad. You're right. It's, uh, it's wicked. It's inherently evil. It's racist. It's unfair. I mean, just get so sick of it. Yeah, you're right. So, oh, they got to be doing it better elsewhere. What's the old saying? Grass being greener on the other side? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Well, it ain't in this point. No. Um, but the senators from Venezuela, I just, I chuckled. It's perfect. I'm going to think of that every time I see her now. I don't know. Either. It's a, it's a toss-up between that and her. How about a beer <laughs> with her husband? We'll take a break with the Who bumping us out here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios. As a former prosecutor and now as your congressman, I'm very concerned about the crisis of illegal immigration and drugs coming across America's southern border. I'm Michael Guest. I've gone to the border several times this year to meet law enforcement officers who are working hard to protect us. They deserve our support. You have my commitment to always fight for stronger border security to make our communities a safer place to live, worship, and raise a family. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learn how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. 
If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. You know, even old Janet Yellen, remember her? She was once the head of the Fed, now the Secretary of the Treasury. She even is warning about stagflation. It wasn't too long ago, wasn't she one of the most outspoken about this idea that inflation was transitory. She now says that gasoline prices hitting new highs have soared to record highs, she says, show no signs of abating, and says while not every recession was triggered by spiking oil prices, spiking oil prices always cause or contribute to a recession. I agree with that. Welcome aboard there, Miss Secretary to the real world, because you weren't in it before, dismissing it, you and Fed Chairman Powell, and, of course, the entire Biden administration. I don't know if you caught... Uh, it's funny you use the terms real world, because, if I'm not mistaken, she gave a press conference talking about this out in a, a scenic setting with trees behind her, but uh, when they live-streamed it, they didn't set the focus right, so the focus was set on the trees behind her. <laughs> Out in the real world. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> um, new White House press secretary, Karine <sighs> Jean-Pierre, she got asked again about this inflation stuff. Of course she's going to get asked about that, since that seems to be the top matter to the majority of Americans. 
And she got asked once again about how increasing taxes on the wealthiest corporations, as Joe Biden implored a few days ago, and, and, uh, and individuals as well. And she, she tried, Rhino, I watched her, and she's, she's another one of these people that is looking down, reading notes. I'll give it to Jen Psaki. She stammered and stammered, uh, st- <laughs> stammered and stuttered, as I just did. Uh, but she didn't, she would always like flip in her notebook. You could see her. She obviously had a tab notebook. I, my guess is it was tab for the specific topics. Uh, yeah, the issues. But she rarely would just stare down at it and read from it. Now, she would, she'd circle back, she'd, um, remember, we, we gave her a hard time about that when she was first installed. But this one I've been watching, she's only been in place for a week, I mean, less than a week, three days. She really does read, I mean, straight from the paper, head just focused down on the, uh, the paper on the podium in front of her. And yesterday, she was trying to read what I think is just the old, tired talking points. It's not fair that the rich people in America pay a lower lower taxes than firemen and teachers. Why do they always use firemen and teachers? And what they're talking about, of course, is completely false. But it has to do with tax rates because capital gains are taxed at a lower rate than ordinary income. But they failed to really take into consideration the effective rates. And the other thing that they always they don't tell you about is that in the tax rate being paid by the firemen and the teachers, and I'm not being disrespectful to them whatsoever, please understand, I'm just repeating what uh, the Democrats always like to, to um, parrot as their talking point for justifying raising income taxes on the wealthiest Americans. They always take into that, by the way, Rhino, Social Security, Medicare, state taxes, and sales taxes. They layer all that on in the case for the firemen, and the and the, um, and the teacher, but they don't on the higher income individual that they're lambasting and that they're calling for tax increases to be imposed on. No, <laughs> say it ain't so. A politician massaging the numbers to match their narrative. No, they wouldn't do that. Well, I wanted to enlighten you in case you didn't know. <laughs> okay, so, but what she said yesterday, she got it. You could tell she was getting a little confused as she was reading her talking points off her piece of paper. And she said something to the effect, it's not fair that the fireman and the teacher pay a higher ta- tax rate than the people who pay no taxes. Think about that. I said it right. I didn't make a mistake there. I repeated what she said. Think about that for a second. And so I've seen that on the business news, the clip played for commentary and response from a guest, you know, on the on the business show. And they all say, we really don't know what she's talking about there. It's just nonsensical. Just not fair that people pay a higher tax rate than people who don't pay any taxes. <laughs> pay. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> you can't make it up. I know you can't. Because nobody'd believe it. I, I'm now thinking about how many more years we got to listen to that. Oh, gosh. Let's see. Tax rates are set and approved by Congress, says Mike from Olive Branch. Yeah, that's absolutely true. That, um, but in this case, uh, so a question for you, Mike. Would, do you think that capital gains should be taxed at a higher rate than ordinary income? Just a question. Who would have ever thunk it? Two Democrats, Manchin and Cinema, would save us from BBB, the Build Back Better on the ceasefire tax line. I, I agree. I, it is. It's disturbing to think that that's the only line of defense that we have. Because had the Build Back Better plan been passed, there's no doubt in my mind that instead of 8.5% inflation, we'd be looking at 12% inflation. It's silly to think you could and to drop all that money into the economy without any, any offsetting production for that money, production of something of value. It's silly to think that wouldn't be inflationary. I mean, that just defies logic and uh, economic logic. But the president's running around, as is Shansaki, his spokesperson, and now Kareen. Oh, yeah. The president's plans would actually reduce inflation by spending and taxing. I mean, that's that is what they're telling us. But Joey got 81 million votes on the ceasefire tax line. I, you know, I I don't know how many votes he got. Um, Donald Trump, right, got whatever it was, 74, 75 million, and after the election. How many times did he say, I got more than any other Republican ever? Maybe any other president ever, now that I think about it, because we had this record, record yeah, turnout. Record, because we had all the mail-in votes and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, no, I, you know, I think it is a little short-sighted on our part to not accept it at that time in 2020. Yeah, there's a whole lot of people that wanted him and believed the garbage that they were dishing out, which was, oh, he's a moderate. He'll work across the aisle and with people, and he won't be crazy radical, and he won't succumb to the whims of the radical greeny left. Oh, no. But that's exactly what he's done. And... You should also know, while we're talking about money, this, this one really, really, really hacked me off when I saw this yesterday. But the Labor Department is mulling climate change. I'm not exactly sure how the Labor Department gets involved in this, but climate change being considered in retirement plans, employee employee retirement plans. So if you're following what I'm saying here, so you've got private sector retirement plans, right? You're an employee, you're investing in those. This was signed into executive order. We talked about it on Inauguration Day, but they're just now getting around to codifying it. And this would require employer pension plans, 401k plans, etc., 
to consider investments that might not be resilient and companies that might not be resilient or be at risk to climate change. They want to tell you how to invest your money. Don't put it over there. Climate change may put them out of business. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Redbone bumping us out here. We'll come right back. Half an hour left on middays. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As crime continues to surge not only in the capital city but across Mississippi, State Auditor Shad White is standing firm in his belief that more officers, as well as more mentorship, is the solution. More police equals less crime. It's not particularly complicated. More police equals less crime. So that's part of the solution. But another part of the conversation here is the fact that we've got so many young men who grow up without daddies grow up without discipline in the home and they grow up without anybody teaching them right from wrong and without the increased discipline of two parents in the home and as a result what you get when they they get to be military age males which is like let's say 17 to my age 40 ish Mm -hmm. all of a sudden without that discipline they're left to be raised by the streets and, and we see increased crime as a result. That's a that's an epidemic in Mississippi and we've got to crack at both of these problems. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Today, we're in the Element Well Studios on uh, Middays. So, it, uh, there was an article that was produced by Paul Krugman. And I, I don't know if you know who he is. For uh, background, Mr. Krugman is... Uh, an opinion columnist for the New York Times. He's he's focuses on economics. He's a terrible economist, by the way. You may recall he was one of the most outspoken on the the uh, the narrative, the notion that should Donald Trump be elected in 2016, 
the nation's economy would totally crash. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was doom and gloom city. Sell all your stocks or you won't be able to afford to send your kids to college. Yeah. So, his latest deal, which is really out there, in my view, that (laughs) the MAGA move, not only the MAGA movement, but the Trump tax cuts in Trump's adoption of and belief in and, and being guided by and his inner circle of economic advisors, the Laffer Curve. If you're not familiar with that, uh, the Laffer Curve was something invented by Paul Laffer. It's a theory. Um, or, excuse me, Arthur Laffer. Confuse that with Paul Krugman. Arthur Laffer, who served in the Reagan administration, was honestly largely responsible for Reagan's economic policies. And basically it says that there is a an optimum point of taxation that increasing taxes above that optimum point actually produces less revenue and decreasing taxes below that point can be deleterious as well but he largely argues that increasing taxes can excuse me decreasing tax rates can often produce more revenue we're witnessing that right now by the way the federal government is taking in record amounts of revenue and that's with the Trump tax cuts in effect. The ones they say we're going to crash the economy, and the ones they said uh, in particular, you, you hear the Democrats talk about this all the time, we're producing deficits because the Trump tax cuts generated a $2 trillion hole in revenues. First, it's $150. Second, that's absolutely not true. Uh, excuse me, it's not two, it's $1.5 trillion. That amounts to $150, and it's on a, ten, a billion a year. It's on a 10-year basis. So they, they always state it, it's $2 trillion whole, like that's happening right now in this year. It's not. Everything, whenever you hear government um, cite these sort of economic, numeric data, it's always 10 years. Everything's measured in 10 years, just the way it's done. So the $2 trillion is over 10 years. It's really $1.5. And that amounts to $150 billion a year, which ain't squat in a $4 trillion budget. But Laffer has maintained that position since the, the, um, the Reagan era, and that's where he came up with his curve. And the curve is just basically a graphic representation of, of uh, on the two axes of, of uh, tax rates and revenues produced. So Paul Krugman says that the Laffer curve and tax cuts, the Trump tax cuts, were a major factor in the Buffalo shooting. He literally does. And he calls out Art Laffer. It's your fault, Art Laffer, for dreaming up this Laffer curve. I'm serious. He says that the Buffalo shooter's belief in global Jewish conspiracy to eradicate the white race was something that 
quote, is attracting significant mainstream support within the GOP. Krugman said that. Really? Significant mainstream support for the notion that there is a Jewish conspiracy to eradicate the white race. Rhino is scratching his face, his chin in particular. He's ciphering on that. I'm just trying to figure out what illicit substance he's on. Because <laughs> no sane person or non-inebriated individual would jump to that conclusion. I agree. But Mr. Krugman, he writes an article in the Wall Street, uh, excuse me, the New York Times. Get this. I'm reading from the article, folks. First he says, I wish... I sure do miss voodoo economics. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but that's that was a term, I think, first used by George H.W. Bush. Do you remember that, uh, Rhino? Have any recollection of that? I don't think you were around then, but um, I, as I recall, voodoo economics. Anyhow, this is what Krugman says. Voodoo economics continues to do real damage to this day. And this voodoo economics concept is, is all about taxing and spending and the relationship between them and so forth and so on. Yeah, it's, while running against Reagan for the presidential yeah, nomination in 1980, it. George H.W. Bush had derided Reaganomics as quote-unquote voodoo economics. That's exactly right. Okay. It was 80 when he was running in the primary against Reagan. Reagan, of course, won. And uh, Bush was his running mate, but so I guess the uh, the political punch wouldn't be there if he called it Reaganomics, right? So he called it voodoo. It was for the sizzle effect, you know. There's a little wordsmithing. Yeah, and of course we all know that Reagan's economic policies, again, mostly architected by Art Laffer, really led to unprecedented prosperity. Anyhow. Let me read again, and this is from Krugman's article just published last week in the New York Times. And voodoo economics continues to do real damage to this day. The Republicans who control Mississippi, a poor state with desperately underfunded educational programs that's closing hospitals, recently moved to boost the state's economy by dot, 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 cutting taxes, with a link in the article, to the details of the tax cuts recently enacted here in the state of Mississippi. Wow. As far as I know, Mr. Krugman goes on to say, however, diatribes about the evils of high marginal tax rates haven't inspired any acts of domestic terrorism. But now he says that's different. He literally wrote an article that said, Marginal tax rates that are not to his liking were a contributor to this fool, this nut, this demented, deranged, hateful, sick individual shooting people in a grocery store. It's incredible. Krugman seems to be a very online person, so I'll use a very online phrase that the kids are using now. He needs to touch grass. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, first of all, 
I'm trying to figure out what movement is this guy talking about? Because this article, and it's, it's, it's pretty long, but there's this, this reference to the movement, the white supremacist movement, which he equates to the Make America Great Again movement. So if you, if you want to make America great again, you're just a white supremacist, which is right out of the Marxist playbook of grouping people associating people, categorizing people, profiling people, and placing them into these groups because of some similar beliefs. Now, in the original days of... It's crazy you even have to say that, because Marxism, it's evolved. But it, it's still rooted in this, in this notion, which is classic Marxism, of dividing people into groups based on economic status. But it's gone beyond that now, right? That has been somewhat hijacked. Now it's gender, it's race, it's all this other crap. Now it's marginal tax rates, which I guess kind of returns to the roots of Marxism, but except they're linking it to violence. Has Krugman ever satisfactorily answered why he uh, was caught with child porn? No, he hasn't. Um... By the way, Kevin from Baldwin says, when was America great? Seriously, Kevin? Seriously? Seriously? The fact that you're even able to send me that message and I can read it in nanoseconds, that's a pretty damn good example of what makes America great. Think about that for a minute, Kevin, while we go on break here. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70 degrees. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 94. Friday evening, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your Saturday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. 
We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people. We offer shelter to people seeking life change. And we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Huntington's disease is fatal, and a genetic disease described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. To learn more, visit hdsa.org forward slash THWMS. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. song is in honor of Paul Krugman, <laughs> New York Times opinion econo- uh, columnist and maybe the worst economist in the country. I've watched two press conferences with a new speaker, thought Saki was ridiculous, already wishing she was back, says Gary and Meridian. And uh, he has a term, instead of voodoo economics, Jethro Bodine-esque economics. I like that. Kevin Baldwin says, but the saying is make America great again. When was America great for everyone? It's such a ridiculous question, Kevin. Uh, I'm not going to honor it with an answer. I'll let you figure that on your own. 
But I'll say this. It's, it's that kind of garbage, Rhino. It's, what, it's being taught in schools. I, I just I keep thinking back to probably the best way to... Oh, yeah. American exceptionalism is a dirty word. Yeah. Oh, it's racist. I think about Winsome Sears, the recently elected lieutenant governor of the great state of Virginia, when she said, this is a black lady, by the way, when she was decrying the emergence of critical race theory and all of its offshoots in our educational system. And, and she just had a very simple criticism of it, which I thought was just on point. She said, it's unproductive. I agree. It's just unproductive. I mean, you can really expand, as we have many times here on the show, into all the problems at all the levels of teaching and peddling this garbage to school children. But first and foremost, it's just unproductive. This is not what you go to school for. It's totally unproductive. Couldn't agree more. That's not the best way to, to produce the next generation of graduates. We need to solve our problems. That's what life's about. Yeah, it's in a, a world with increasingly more and more information at our fingertips, why are we spending less time actually teaching said information to our kids? Agree. Why are we wasting cycles and wasting time and energy on nonsense? Uh, to fulfill some twisted ideological goal, is all I could come up with. Ball, uh, Kevin says from Bob says, I didn't mean to ask that question sarcastic. Why? I just want to know. Uh, Kevin, I'm I'm up to your game, man, because you included. You see at the end of the sentence there, Rhino, everyone. Because I know what you're trying to say is, well, no, everyone doesn't enjoy a great America. And I totally disagree with you. Because I know what you're thinking there. It's pretty clear. It's same sort of talking points you always share with us. And I guess I would say, because what you, you want to you want to break this down into like good Marxists do, into categorization by race. So I would just ask, well, how the hell did Barack Obama get to be president for two terms? W was it great for him? He may, he's such an ideologue, he may tell you right now, no it wasn't, because he was one of the first, maybe the only, that's ever held the office of presidency that said, on the record, in public, America's not an exceptional nation. Remember that joke? Oh, yeah, the American Apology Tour. Yeah, first thing he did. We're sorry for being so awesome. <laughs> Maybe you could be awesome, too, if we were less awesome. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Thomas and Greenwood says, if you can make people believe America was never great, the easier it will be to take more freedom and increase the size of government. I, I, I think I agree with you on that, Thomas. That, that is, a, is a crutch. Is a, is a justification. It's a way of rationalizing the idea that we should, uh, the solution is more government. Tom if you says, really want a concrete date, if, if you absolutely have to have a point in time with which to point at and go, America was great then. September 12th, 2001. Excellent. 
Excellent example. I, I totally agree. And that's recent history, but good grief, you know as well as I do, you can go back through the periods where we set aside our petty differences and we rallied around a common cause. That's certainly a, a stark example of that. America's better today than it was yesterday, and it will be better tomorrow than today, says Thomas in Greenwood. I'm with you on that, too, Thomas. I think our best days ahead. If you don't believe that, then we'll never achieve that. You've got to believe it first. Folks, we appreciate you so much for joining us today on Middays. We're out of time. We're out of here. I will be off tomorrow and Monday and Tuesday taking a little vacation with uh, the wife. Until then, and I'll see you back next Wednesday, please stay safe and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.